to a pleasure podcast for more from our sex podcast collective visit pleasurepodcasts.com thanks for tuning in sluts and scholars is a sex positive shame-free educational podcast where we try to help you talk smart and fuck smarter while we love to give advice and resources please note that this podcast or any emails from us are not intended to be therapy or a replacement for therapy Today's episode is actually part one of a two-parter. You can listen to part one right here. And if you like this conversation as much as I did, then head on over to the Double Teamed podcast for part two. Enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of Sluts and Scholars. I'm Nicoletta Heidegger, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and sexologist. And I am excited to be recording for like the first time in person in fucking forever. Um, I am recording today with Double Teamed Podcast. They are on a mission to bring awareness to non-monogamy, kink, and sexuality to help make these taboo subjects more understood and accepted by our younger, younger generations. I don't know if I'm still part of that. Cami and Nikki love to get honest and vulnerable with their listeners discussing their experiences in open relationships dating dominance and submission and sex parties they're also twins welcome <laughs> thank you Hello. thanks for having us okay we have to start with the twin stuff because as someone who's like all about the fantasy of like incest porn let's hear it okay i don't actually want to fuck any of my siblings um <laughs> so just putting that out there uh but i'm curious like having a podcast talking about sex obviously people are going to see y'all and be like twins mm-hmm. tell me about that how have you dealt with that we get <laughs> it a lot and we named it double teamed which well you know, yeah like you're i don't want to say you're inviting it but like <laughs> you're inviting it <laughs> it was That's supposed to happened. be a joke um i remember when, it, when we originally were naming the podcast a friend of us uh, of ours told us to start it and when i was thinking of names it was mainly supposed to be like dating relationships and non-monogamy and i had this stupid name and mine was like tinder tales or something i can't remember he was like no He's like, you're going to need it double teamed. I'm like, oh, okay. That's what we're going to go with. I mean, it pulled me in. Yeah. No, and I love the name. Absolutely. But um, it does invite the question quite often where people are like, do you guys do stuff together? And we're like, no. Hard boundary. Um, And on top of that, like, we've just kind of dealt with that our whole lives of like, you know, guys that want to like have sex with the both of us, especially at the same time. Um, I never quite understand it i can't get into the mentality of like why someone would want like i guess twins at the same time we yes, have the same body talk about why do you think people love twins okay let me let me say something so and one of the one of the ways that we you know started exploring non-monogamy was through reading reverse harem fiction and i will say and wait for people who don't know what is reverse harem so reverse fantasy. harem fiction is essentially where it's one girl and she's got like a multitude of guys usually to consider reverse harem it's supposed to be three plus guys two is just a triad right um so she has three plus guys who are all in love with her with her and who are all like really devoted to her yeah so. this is my ideal oh Same. god right, right? <laughs> i not have this as an ideal though right? my ideal. and also it just sounds so resourceful but yeah. i started reading these books and a lot of the you know because you have that, you know, that main genre and trope, but then there's always like the sub parts of it, right? And sometimes it is like sibling brothers falling in love with the one girl oh. or like like twin brothers or something like that. And so I've actually read a lot of, you know, 
incest situations. It was always interesting to me because like, or for example, that one book, it was these two brothers who were in love with a man um, and they were like a triad and then they met one girl and then that's when the reverse harem began. And the brothers like at one point were explaining how for them, they they love each other so much as siblings and like they really um, like, you know, had that connection with the male part, their male partner, um, and they never found it weird from like the beginning and then transferring it to like being with a girl, you know, like they always liked just pleasuring people together. And I looked at that and I was like, Nikki and I could never do that. No. But like more power to them. What about separately though? Like if No, we've never the touched person. the same penis. Let yeah. alone seen it in person. Now, oddly enough, the like the few people that we have like kissed you know separate times but the same person have been women yeah so you know and that's just like you know like the fun makeout session you know yeah. you're at a you're, sex party yeah. yeah or something like that that's it um, um, casual yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's just it's it's weird because i've read so much about it and in the books it's so normal like it's like oh yeah these two twins love this you know chick and they want to fuck her together yeah and then i you know but in real life like it just it would not work like there's nothing you know nikki and i love each other so much and we have such a strong bond but like we barely hug mm -hmm. we're like, not like overly like affectionate with each other like in a physical way sometimes, sometimes we're like drunk you know yeah. but you know then we're like ah, oh, you know come here like hug but it's i'm gonna yeah. have to get a quote from my friend because she's actually doing her dissertation on she's a twin and she's uh -huh. doing her dissertation on like the fetishization of twins. Nice. Oh, wow. Um, I'd love to read that. I'll, I will send it to you when it's done. Uh, she's working on it. Good luck, Sarah. Um, but I think additionally to me, it's interesting because I think there is this taboo about like incest, except when it comes to twins. Yeah, right? that's true. People yeah. have all this like anti thing, but then it's like everyone's like, oh yeah, twins. Well, <laughs> I think everyone sees it as, like... they think twins is just like one unit. They see it as one person that's like split into two. Well, and that to me, especially if you're into the reverse harem, probably, tell me if you agree with this, but probably feels really unattractive attractive because I want to be special exactly and so if someone's looking at you being like oh you're just like the same person yeah. you're probably like well this is not my reverse harem fantasy bitch yeah, yeah. Well, well I mean like my partner calls me number one and Nikki number two you know like <laughs> but you have I mean if you were number two yeah exactly. that'd be a problem yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> I don't expect to be number one to her dude by any means but it's one of those things where like you know I remember in high school, for example, everyone always called us the twins. Like we never had our own identity. We were the twins. Ugh. We did everything together. We did cheer together. Did you like that or was that like shitty? Well, the, everybody I, knew us. Everybody because of that. Yeah. It was always the twins. But yeah. at the same time, like I think like so much of us or so much of each of us wanted to like create our own identity. So we went to different colleges. You know, we like pursued different things in our careers. Yeah. You know, I went the aviation route, Camilla or Kimmy attempted the 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 vet route, the vet route. <laughs> and then moved into events like we went but very, now you've re-intercepted yeah now we've re-intercepted <laughs> but that's the thing is i feel like for some time like we wanted to go our own ways and do separate things to like create our own experiences and yeah. like personalities yeah um and i do think we are very different even we have the same mannerisms we're like same same but different yeah same same but different <laughs> yeah and so like in in high school because we were always like put together as one we wanted so like to separate and i feel like we did and now we're yeah. like we've established ourselves now we can come together and work on something together yeah and that's why like we love the podcast because we get to do it you know her and i yeah but it, i mean i can't tell you how many times i've had guys that you know they're like they make jokes about like a threesome with cammy 
or and you're like i'm definitely not gonna fuck you now yeah and i <laughs> legit one of my partners in the past he seriously and i had told him and you know at the beginning i was like yeah nikki and i never do anything together and then like what four months uh you know we were just like casually hooking up here and their friends um but he and i had a really good friendship and then at one point he was like well i'd love to have a threesome and i was like oh okay and he's like and i was like well i'm not really sure you know who we could find you know we don't spend enough time to like go out together yeah and he was like well i mean the easy route would just to do would be just to do it with your sister and i was like <laughs> after that i'm sorry what yeah how did you handle and this he, and i know he said it seriously after that i was just like i am not right? i'm not attracted to him anymore like i just can't yeah and i don't know what it is but like if kimmy's fucked a dude i don't care how hot he is i cannot see him as someone that i want to have sex with all anymore. of a sudden he's a brother i'm like absolutely yeah. welcome to the family you know yeah. no seriously i like yeah. i see him and i'm like yep never like, no sexual interest whatsoever yeah. and like it is like really curious as to why that is you know i don't i don't i've never like really sat down like in like therapy or anything to like really dissect like the feelings. well now's your chance now it is yeah <laughs> <and> you're gonna <laughs> i have actually here uh this is an intervention cammy brought me here for yeah. a therapy session right. to explore this exact topic <laughs> i don't know and it's just like and i and i don't even like to think of cammy like you know, I like in in sexual ways and like in sexual scenarios. Even though we talk about it so much, yeah. And but like, you're not like fancy. You're not like yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, like if when we talk about it, I'm never like in a position where I'm like trying to like picture it. I'm just like processing whatever she's saying, and I'm like, that's where it stops. Yeah. And th again, this is like no shame to people out there who maybe do this or who yeah. actually are into this. And like again, coming back to the question, like why do you think? people are so obsessed with this like i would be really curious to find a set of twins that do play together and there are or, there are some out there there's a set of twins i saw in australia they married the same man yeah interesting i, I could never do that i was reading but, about it and I, I guess that's what that's you know for me going back to like you know being your own special person like mm -hmm. i don't know if i could ever like share a spouse with my sibling for me it's just too weird of a thought i did read one book where um it was a boy and girl twin but they were like it was alluding that they had like a romantic relationship yeah, well, but so look, I, I, yeah. I think this is a really common uh like fantasy fetish on porn yeah. like incest fantasies are some of the most like widely searched things like yeah. or the bro, step, sis, yeah. step bro step sis you know all this stuff and you read you know and that's I also very taboo, common in right? books yeah i mean i i i get it you know whenever you're fantasizing you're like yeah sometimes i you know i've watched like the, the stepbrother stepsister porn once i tried it a few times i was like i can't do it um but you know it's still just it, it just exploring it to like okay well what is it right and i don't know for me it, it, the I fantasy guess. kind of just stops because i you know i've had it to where people are like oh you know do you would you ever do something with your sister so i never fantasize about that and i don't like you know the thought of people fantasizing that about us so then it's yeah, like yeah. i it just it strays me away so i don't fantasize about that i think people because it's two of the same people you know it's like you know, if you love one thing and the way that it looks, so it's just more. And now more you have more. more, and it looks exactly the same, and it acts the same. Then it's like you know, especially for like you know, probably from a guy's perspective, two girls that look exactly the same, same tits, same ass, same everything, and then they're like amazing. Like this it visually, I guess it's a visually aesthetic. You know, like you that's know, we, what I was thinking. We like things even. You know, we like things. You know, 
there's always like a center same on both sides. Yeah, same, same on both sides. Yeah, yeah. It's just true seeking balance within themselves. No, <laughs> that's maybe that's is what it, it is. I, don't know. I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, is it the you know the mirror thing? Because you well, know, I, I don't it's, know. It's a ta- taboo to me. Is like the main thing that stands out. Like I, anything uh, that's taboo. I think it's got to be a mixture of taboo and then like the kind of is yeah the balanced aesthetic of it. You know, where like you're looking at two things that are the same and like they they both turn you on. Yeah. You know, it, it's very balanced. Whereas, like, say you're having a threesome with, you know, two men or two women and they look different. You know, it's all different. And granted, that's like nice and variety. But at the same time, I don't know, maybe our brains just prefer when it looks the same. I don't know. I'm trying to dive into the, the you know, what someone's thinking. But I've never even I actually dated. Well, I shouldn't say dated. I've hooked up with dudes that are also twins. Um, quite a few of them. I remember last year there were four dudes. Did you fantasize up. about being no. with their twin? No, wow. uh, there were four dudes that I hooked up with and they all had twins yeah two were like identical so they looked exactly the same the other two one was fraternal and the other one they were identical but they didn't look anything alike yeah and um and not once did i fantasize about their brothers even though you know i thought they were super hot and i wanted to have sex with them like not the brother like the person yeah when i looked at their brother i'd be like no could it be also you know the fact of like you know you let's say you're dating one twin but then it's like you know oh the accidental oh i slept with the other one on accident (laughs) okay has anyone ever actually mistaken you like in this way before the Um, only time i can think like you're on a double date and like the wrong dude comes up behind you and is like hey babe and you're like oh one time we dressed alike and my (sighs) ex-husband was went to hug cammy thinking it was me so you know it's a different hug obviously they hugged yeah it was like a different hug and then he realized and he was like mortified (laughs) yeah i I was just there like it's not me with some energy behind it the hunger he was mortified i i I could see how that would be like another aspect of it you know yeah like the accidental like oops you know something that i was thinking about and i think this maybe ties into not only like the twin thing but like also like the you know fetishizing like incest and all that is you spend so much time with your family and like the people around you, like especially if you live with them, like your siblings or whoever, maybe your step siblings. And, you know, you see them in a variety of ways, like especially like if they're attractive or you're attracted to them, you know, I think naturally you're just going to have like some of that energy is going to like mix with sexual energy in a way, like the, the, you know, the way that you care for them, the way that you love them, those things. So I like, I wonder if like, maybe that can be like a piece of it too, Yeah. where you spend so much time with a person, you get really accustomed to them, you get comfortable, love them. All See, these those things. are the times when I start getting unattracted to somebody. Really? <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm like, the more comfortable we get, the more out of that, like, you know, newness, that new relationship yeah. energy. I'm like, oh, now we really have to work at it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That like, Esther Perel thing. I'm like, that's, uh, I'm done. Yeah. And I think people like, especially when it comes to like, if you think about like step siblings, I think people yeah. like towing that line of like, oh, is this actually Well, yeah. Bad? And it's like in your house because it's not, you're not actually related. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and I, I'm reading a book now where it's like the girl it, it's another reverse harem one okay we need to talk more about reverse harem because yeah. i think that's like where this conversation is going well, <laughs> i love so, reverse harem it's how we both got into like non-monogamy and yeah. kink and a lot of things i started yeah. sending nikki all these reverse harem books and you know we would discuss them and her husband would be like what's going on over here <laughs> like what are y'all reading i know and i would read them and i'd be like i can make this real life this doesn't have to be just in the books Okay, but great point, because I think (laughs) fantasy does not have to equal behavior. So, like, even people out there who are fantasizing about the twin thing doesn't mean that Mm -hmm. it's, like... Right. They don't have to act on it. Don't have to act on it. Like, you can have this fantasy, but it doesn't have to... You don't actually have to try to hook up with Double Teamed. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, wait, before we move into Reverse Harem, because I definitely want to talk about that for personal reasons, um, 
why or not why how do you respond when people do kind of like fetishize you in a gross way is it just ignoring do you say something like what's what what do you like to respond i usually ignore i'm not gonna lie we have some people in our dms oh the dms uh -huh. and you know like some guys will you know go and they're like oh i want to fuck the both of you or like I, I dream about the both of you and i'm just like cool i i don't even respond i'm just delete the message or we'll just like read it and then you know it'll say seen an hour ago whatever <laughs> like i don't we don't usually respond now if it is someone i'm interested in and they're like you know asking about the two of us i will say this the guys that genuinely have an interest in me and genuinely like i can tell usually when they genuinely want to get to know me is when they don't fetishize her and i together yeah and that's when i like i give them a lot of respect if they yes. do then i'm like this isn't no you don't that's care a about great me. point and i you know i forget that too but it's like when someone does show genuine interest i know because they're not looking at nikki the same way that they're looking at me yeah. and then i guess then that's also an indicator that they like are caring about you as as an individual the, yeah, as an individual and just all the other layers of who you are as a person yeah not just like oh you're hot but like what are the other things that make you interesting and unique and mm -hmm. whatever and i'm sure mentally they'll agree like oh you know if they're with me they'll think yeah kami's hot or vice versa like th and there's nothing wrong with that but when they don't voice it or they yeah. don't like you know allude to any of those like fetishes or fantasizes fantasizing then i'm like thank you because i see yeah. that they are like interested in me individually yeah is this episode getting you excited for sexy stories? If you want a free way to enjoy, check out Dipsy. Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash S&S. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women. They have audio and written content, and there are all kinds of fantasy scenarios to get you deliciously lost in. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and characters, and no matter who or what you're into and what turns you on, you can listen to a favorite over and over or check out new content that they release every week. If you're just wanting to relax, they also have sleep and wellness sessions too. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash S&S. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsea dipsystories.com slash s and s dipsystories.com slash s a n d s and while you're at it, why not gift yourself a brand new set of sexy essentials from Like a Kitten? Like a Kitten is offering our listeners 15% off and free shipping when you go to likeakitten.com slash S&S. Like a Kitten offers subscription gift boxes, so each season you'll receive a new shipment right to your door with all the ingredients to spice up your sex life. For those of you that become overwhelmed with choice, Like a Kitten makes buying sex essentials a breeze and will curate some fun boxes for you. I love that it gives you an affordable array of options so you can see what you like and maybe even find some new things you love as well. Their spring box, for example, has everything from strawberry nipple arousal cream to a pink glass dildo and even a melting rose petal for your bath. To celebrate spring, Like a Kitten is offering listeners 15% off and free shipping when you go to likeakitten.com slash S&S or enter code S&S at checkout. Just go to likeakitten.com slash S&S or use code S&S to get 15% off these incredible boxes. Likeakitten.com slash S&S and the link is in the episode's description. Now back to the show. 
So my siblings are twins, oh. uh, but they're male, male, female, nice. fraternal. Oh, okay. um, so a little bit different. I would definitely have them on the podcast to talk about this, but they would be absolutely mortified. So I'm glad <laughs> that we could talk about this. Um, they would not be interested in that discussion. Um, but I think to me, the thing I would have a hard time with is like, I think I'm hot. Yeah. Like I like feeling myself. I'm like, damn bitch, you look good. Yeah. And so I think I'd have a hard time being like, <laughs> yeah. whoa, I'm hot. And then like, there I am over there. Like, yeah. Girl, you look good. Well, I mean, I don't mind like, you know, telling Nikki like, yes, you look great in that outfit or like, you know, you look good or, you know, we'll ask each other like, how does my butt look today? Yeah, but, like, that's, yeah. Like, but that's just yeah. friendly, you know. Yeah. No, I, mean, I, I think we definitely acknowledge yeah. that, you know, but at the same time, like, I don't know. It's, it it is an There's interesting a different thing. energy. Yeah, it's a different energy. It really is. And it's really hard to explain to people too because, you know, we are so close. Yeah. We live together, we you know, we have a podcast together, we do all yeah. these things together. We tell we tell each other about like everything. You know, I don't think there's anything that we ha- haven't told each other. And so then it's like let's find out yeah (laughs) but at the same time it's like but we don't like there's not that energy in any way and so or you know like she she said we're not like super affectionate with each other like there's not like this like need to we're so mentally and like emotionally close there's not like this need to be like physically close maybe that's it but it's just it's really hard to explain like i don't know how to like really well i think there's this like twinship thing that i think only twins understand yeah of like how what is this like and i guess you could call it like a i don't know if i would say marginalized but like there's a minority level of something mm-hmm. that happens of like yeah. your own unique experience of this. I think Well, I mean, yeah. if you think about like siblings growing up, you know, there is that time span of, you know, there's that one point where your sibling's not there. You're just the only one up until that time. And, you know, but Nikki and I have been together since like the ba- what I call the battle of conception in which we both won, <laughs> you know, and made it out alive. So there's um, no number one and number two. It's it's a yeah. tie. Yeah, but like, you know, we've like, been no. we've been together since the womb. And I always yeah. say Nikki and I are soulmates. Like I think in our past lives we were, mm. you know, brothers at one point, husband and wife at another. Have you ever done like a past life regression thing? No, I want I to tried. Though. I can't with get Dan- it. you should have done it with Danny. I know. I need to I need to message him about doing that cuz I I know he does I them. do that. Yeah, cuz I cannot get it to work on my own. But I mean, it, it's very different, you know, growing up with someone who, you know, is there with you every step of the way and is at the same point in life every step of the way. Yeah. Right? But so we also developed so differently too, which is kind of well and i I, that's uh uh, yeah i would say like i guess it shows the nature and nurture thing oh yeah yeah well i think for like for example for me at least like in my you know um i met my husband when i was 18 and he was like the person that gave me like all the support all the love everything that i needed to like really like the nurturing that i needed to find like self-love and self-confidence yeah and And, he's super confident yeah whereas like cammy didn't have self-destroyed in college That's what I'm working through in therapy, but I like I cut myself down so much. I didn't have that. So and we were, now, yeah, we yeah. did. We developed very differently in those. What ways. do you think that was? Uh, for me, I think it was the external factor of like my husband giving me support. Cami didn't have a male figure to give And that's the nurture piece. Yeah. Well, because like, I mean, our fathers didn't necessarily, we have a stepfather and a biological father. Hashtag daddy issues. Yeah. They Same. Didn't, yeah. <laughs> you know, they didn't necessarily give either of us like their nurturing from like a, you know, a, a masculine energy um and so and i and i do think to some extent like as you're developing you but you need both the masculine and the feminine to like you know as you're developing and so um i think i got that through my husband and cami didn't and she was dating around and everything so it's like we just developed differently that way yeah it's very interesting it's so weird 
Well, on the topic of daddy issues, um, it seems like we it all led us to liking harem fantasies. Um, <laughs> yeah. so and liking talk, sex. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk more about that. Well, and I think reverse harem fiction was like very, it opened up my mind, I would say. Also, How just did you like, first find it? Well, so I, I've been a bookworm since forever. Like if you, you need to send or can you like send some recommendations or maybe you know them mm. by heart because you've read them a lot now so we could put it in the show notes because I want people to have access to this if they haven't read any of it. Go check out my Goodreads. Yeah, we can read your Goodreads. Yeah, yeah, my Goodreads. I now granted I spent last year I didn't read nearly as much. I usually read about a hundred books a year. Last wow. year, yeah. Last year I read like zero. I read like a hundred pages a year. Yeah. <laughs> Last year I didn't get to, so it was actually very sad for me. I'm trying to pick it back up now. It's just I'm so busy. But um I review books and so there's a ton of them on there that I love. Okay. But I, I've always loved reading, like especially <laughs> fantasy. Right? <laughs> I've Her always, reviews are amazing, by the way. They're hilarious. Every time okay, I I'm, read I'm them, listening, I'm hey, listening. But what is it? Oh, my some good of reads. them are so like I look back and I was like so mean at some point. I'm like, you know, I should have just chilled out. Like the editing, yeah, I needed work, but I could have been nicer. Um, <laughs> How do you find you on Goodreads? Um, it should be Camilla Nella. Let me see. Oh, this is important. Yeah. But like it went from like, you know, the sisterhood of the traveling pants <laughs> to like, you know, oh, I'm reading vampires and uh, you know, vampires aliens. Bring you in. Yes, love. Okay, we can talk. I just talked about uh, vampires and aliens on another podcast. Oh, but I think there's a commonality between people who like who have the harem thing and then people who like aliens and ghosts and vampires and yes. things. And to me, what I've discovered is it's because it's a specialness. Mm. right so you've got this either supernatural entity or you've got this thing where you've got all these people obsessed with you and to me it's like you were so special you were the most special human that this supernatural thing that is more than human better than human is choosing you. you because you're just superior oh i love you're that. the most special girl you're yes. special in some uh -huh. way yeah. i love when it's you know the the vampire guy and like the human girl you know, or, you know, the beans. We did read Twilight. Yeah, oh, the, yeah same. <laughs> the fairies that live to be 500 and like the human, you know, guy or girl. Oh, that is yeah. my favorite. Because you're just so special. Where? Okay, so, I mean, I don't know <laughs> if I, I, I do. We'll put it in the show notes. And I do yeah. like to feel special. You know, you were right about like the whole like in the twin thing, you know, as much as I love that we ha there's a two of us and there is two of us. Yeah. And like, you know, we look the same and we... You know, we're both fun and people love to be around the two of us. Like at the same time, I do want to be special. And that's why yeah. I, like that's why I love reverse harem fiction is because it's, you know, these five dudes making this one chick feel hella special and then just taking her down real good. Like, yeah, imagine who doesn't that. want that. Yeah. Now, of course, it's always confusing when it's like because some books you get like, you know, seven or eight dudes in there and then it's like some of the sex scenes. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Like why, how are these, like logistically speaking, how are all of these dicks involved? But it's usually, you know, like three guys are like, you know, masturbating while they watch what's going on. I'm trying to find the one that I loved the most and it was, actually wasn't a supernatural one. Um, was it the Burberry Prep? Oh yeah. Tell I, us about Burberry Prep. Stenic, I love that her. one was like, she's a great author. She's hilarious. I had never laughed so much in a book. That's one where like the haircut, all that. Right. Um, yeah. And so let's see. Yeah. yeah it guys, is by her. How many guys was it? It was five, it five was guys. Five. Yes. And, um, the one of them, the rock star parents, 
And then, <laughs> and then like the other one was she thought it was her brother, but it actually turned out to not be her oh brother. Oh my god! Yes, dramatic. It was so good. Yeah, it is. It's um, Burberry Prep by yeah. CM you should Stunic. definitely read it's Boys of Burberry Prep series. Rich Boys of Burberry by Prep. C. M. Rich Boys of yeah. Burberry Prep by C M Stenick. But it sounds like, so corny. But I'm not kidding. I, I love that stuff. And I, I love the academy trope, like when they're all in college. Yeah, they're all in school. Yeah, with Burberry prep, right? Yeah, of course. And you know me, I love, I'm a, I'm a bougie person. I love Burberry. So I was like, you know what? Let's read it for fun. And Cami recommended it. She was like, you have to read it. I could not put these books down. A. <laughs> B, I'd never laughed so hard in my life. C, the sex scenes I thought were phenomenal. And the two of the boys, was it this one that two of the boys had their own little thing going on on the side? Um, I can't remember. I can't remember I'm either. Remember. Anyways, <clears throat> phenomenal series. I'm intrigued. I would yes. read it. Well, and, you know, that's, I guess, the great thing about, you know, when reading Reverse Harem, it's, it's not always fantasy. Sometimes it is just like the Academy or, you know, maybe they're all in college or one of my favorite one is they're all, it's like a gang oh. and... <laughs> But it, oh man, it was so good. But I think it's worth reading because it like, it keeps, you know, an open mind. But also I love like the queer relationships that are in them too. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when some of the dudes are, you know, gay with each other, like maybe they're bi because they also love her. Um, or, you know, I've read a few where it's like the girl also has another girl on the side. Yeah. So I think it's always great. Like those books really started opening my mind to you know non-monogamy to queer relationships just like different setups yes and i love that D are you on tiktok oh i'm like barely Have every you... time i post a video i hate myself a little bit more i get that trust me um, but... <laughs> i like did one of those pointing ones and i was like i, I hate myself i know i post no, I, that's why i can't do the trends on tiktok we only post like clips of like the like video from this yeah um because i i the more when i do the trends i like look back at it and i'm like what the fuck am I yeah doing i know like, <laughs> but um uh did you ever see it was like during the pandemic this one book that was like all the craze in on tiktok it was um shit what was it called it was the one that i read it you didn't read it the one with the the knife play yeah um mm. no but that sounds fun yeah that's how i figured out i love knife play and it was also a reverse harem. It was Den of Vipers. Ah, yes. Den of Vipers. Okay, let's Den talk a little bit about knife play. I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast before, so uh, I'll put in the show notes what past episodes that would be, but uh, tell us about knife play. Have you ever play. tried it? Uh, of course. Oh, nice. Was it <laughs> Big with our, fan. Was it with our mutual partner? No. No? Okay. <laughs> oh, you know what? Maybe that, maybe that introduced me to it, but okay. I've done it more now lately with a play person um, who's into like death fetishism oh, and stuff like that. So, um, but I think what I like about it is I'm into like horror and mm. like, I, I want to be frightened oh, um, and the scholarly part of me, um, I often tell this to clients and this is important for like non-consent stuff, which is good to keep in mind that like the way our body responds to like fear and that fight or flight, at least in the early stages, looks very similar to like sexual arousal because all yeah. it is is arousal. Yeah. It's yeah. just your nervous system getting turned on. And so there definitely is a thing that can happen, which can be tough because you're like, do I actually want this or am I just afraid and needing to get out of the situation? Mm -hmm. um, but all that aside, um, knife plays great. 
I love it. Yeah. I mean, I talk about it all the time, too, but I always joke. I'm like, it's not my only personality trait, but this is where it started. So, this, but maybe for now it is. Yeah. Maybe for now. Uh, well, you know, capitalize on it. But because um, it's so taboo and people are like, oh, my God, knives. I actually don't even like blood or cutting. I cannot stand. I just like that I have to sit still because I normally cannot do that for like a long amount of time. And I love the thrill of it. And uh, anyways, so. I was reading this book. I saw it on TikTok. Everyone was like, Den of Vipers, Den of Vipers, Den of Vipers. I'm like, okay, let's check Who's it out. Who's the author? I don't remember who the author is. I don't think I like the, the author. The conflict revolution, resolution in this book sucks. The plot sucks. Um, but the <laughs> sex scenes and the kink that they like dive into, yeah. love. Absolutely. The, the female lead in the book is just like this total badass. And it's these four dudes what are their names diesel rider <laughs> yeah i know oh my god and the names are always like so good it's like yeah. wrath and diesel you know, rider yeah and wrath. killian and wait hold on let me for for this oh yeah rider. See, i like don't want to like it but i'm like i love it yeah, yeah. Oh, okay man. it's rider garrett kenzo diesel um those are the they're the vipers they're, it's like a gang you know they're like i don't know anyways and then um i can't what was the girl's name I always forget the female. I always forget the female lead. <laughs> like, it's I always, it's, it's Nikki. Me. It's yeah. Nikki. You're right. It's, it's whoever's reading yeah. it. Like, that's you. Anyway, so they, like, kidnap her because, like, her her dad owed them money or whatever. And of course. Yeah, so, and, um, you know, so she gets stuck with them. And, of course, it's, like, kind of the whole Stockholm Syndrome thing where, like, she starts to fall in love Oh, yeah. that's with a them. common trend. And, of course, they're all, like, yep. except for, I can't remember if Diesel was tall. I always pictured Diesel as, like, you know, the little short guy in Mulan with, like, the black dress. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> that's how I pictured it, even though he's supposed na, to be. Na, 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 yeah. Na, 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 na. He's supposed to be blonde. Anyways, so uh, Diesel is like the really gory one out of all of the brothers. Yeah. They're they're brothers, but like only two of them are actually brothers. They're But they consider themselves like a brotherhood. Anyways, they've been with each other for a long time. It's super corny. Sound like I know. Four brothers. <laughs> it's super corny. Anyways. So. I like going into the details you are. <laughs> so um he every time they have no, like i don't a, even need to read it right now right i'm giving you like the full play by play now so every time they had like a, a you know someone that they were like trying to collect a debt from or whatever the diesel was the one that was like real you know he got at the knives he was very violent whatever and the yeah. girl would like go down there and like watch him do these things to the guy you know to the victims or whatever and um and i just remember like in one of the scenes like he finished up with whoever he was like killing or you know cutting up or whatever and then she was turned on and so by watching him like do all of this and you know he's like shirtless and like his abs are covered in blood and like all these things and again i hate blood and so like and then they start having sex and he puts a knife like the the what is it called the hilt the hilt, the hilt of a knife in her butt like a butt plug and then he fucks Don't her. do this at home. Don't yeah. do this at home. <laughs> Don't do this at home. <laughs> unless, like, that, unless that base is really wide. <laughs> you do not want. Yeah. Disclaimer. Knife getting lost in your asshole. <laughs> and, then, and then he fucks her from behind while she has this knife like sticking out of wow. her ass. And then he like this, and then you know, it like cuts. wow, and and it's like he's so close to getting cut too. Oh, he it actually like cuts him at one point too. Yeah, and I was reading this, and I, I love this. I was <laughs> completely 
completely wet <laughs> reading it completely wet and i was like i like t- i remember maybe you like blood actually i, I took i viv- i vividly remember this i took a break i closed the book and i like put my hand down my pants and i'm like what the fuck is wrong with me <laughs> why no I- why shame i know i wasn't shame it was just like i was sur- i surprised myself this and was then, how many years ago was that like this was dur- during the pandemic it was like 2020 yeah. 2021 no it was 2020 definitely 2020 because it was like at the beginning of the pandemic that this book was like all over tiktok so i um i was super turned on and then i remember when i met my two doms the male one you're familiar with um i (laughs) shout out to you (laughs) we love you (laughs) but when when i met him i told him about that and he's like well do you want to give knife play a try and i'm like absolutely let's do it and again it was one of those things where he's like as he's like running it along my body at like one point, like stick I stick it in my butt. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. Um, at one point, I like I could see like how wet I was, and I'm like, "Yep, this is a, this is a kink. This is this is something I like." I'm like, "It's time to accept it, embrace it." And ever since I have, you know, it just the book there introduced is something me to out that. there for everybody. Yeah, the book introduced me to that. So, but it was if you it, can dream it, you can do it. Yeah. So I knew that I was into this like um, captor captive thing. Uh, did you guys ever watch that old movie Saving Silverman? No. Uh, okay, so there's uh, it's an older movie with uh, like Jack Black and um, the guy from American Pie, uh-huh. Amanda Pete. Anyway, so there's. Um, I don't want to give it all away if you haven't watched it. Recommended. There's also a lot of um, cameos by Neil Diamond. Oh, <laughs> I like, love you like, that. You like Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Um, but basically, they're dating. Uh, this guy is dating this girl, and his two friends don't approve because she's super controlling. And so they want to get this woman out of his life, and so they kidnap her. Oh. <laughs> and uh, hopes that sounds they like a great can, idea. <laughs> yeah, and hopes that they can um, keep her away, like not to hurt her, but to keep her away long enough so that this guy meets who he's actually supposed to be with. Mm. Um, and so I remember there's like a sex scene where she's like sort of trying to escape, but actually ends up being into it, where she's <laughs> like, "I want an Arby's burger." And she's all tied up in the basement because she tried to escape. And she's all tied up in the basement. And he goes and buys this Arby's burger. And obviously she can't eat it because her hands are all tied up. And so the guy, one of her like captors, is like feeding her the burger and all the like sauce drips down. And he like goes to like get it off of her like mm-hmm. off of her breast. And then they start making out. And I remember like masturbating to this when I was young and like that. I was like so into it but I never I, I wasn't I was younger so I wasn't really thinking about like all the nuances of it but I'm like yep that's a thing I like I don't know well I mean I haven't played with food too much during sex but I do <laughs> I don't think it was the food thing it was the like oh the captive oh I see yeah. I totally forgot you mentioned the captive yeah the I guess the food I mean maybe I did start having sex one time with my partner um because I got ranch on my boob yeah nice. so, I love well, that that's I mean like I guess when, it happens when, I guess maybe I was repeating this <laughs> this movie fantasy I, but I, I know what to it do wasn't now. on purpose yeah well when you said that I immediately thought like I love when people put stuff on my boobs and then lick it off and like I'm already hungry right now so i was like that's where my mind went yeah but i've never tried the the captive thing you know like I, cnc is something i'm kind of interested in i think it'd be fun to like try it out yeah. and again for, if you're first time listening i would encourage you to go back to some of the more like starter episodes but consent cnc consensual non-consent mm-hmm. i think it'd be interesting just to try out but i but i would want like a captive element to it too like i'm it would trying be, to think yeah like i'd be tied up and like oh no don't do that oh, you know what it feels good yeah <laughs> Well, I'm just trying to think of like, okay, from the books I've read, are there any things I've wanted to try? Now, when I read um, Fifty Shades of Grey, mm. that's when I first wanted impact play. 
so again another poorly written one another one that does not cover all the things but like some of the scenes we just like them yeah. they're hot yeah and i mean i know I love a good over the knee session i so. know 50 shades isn't the best representation of kink and it absolutely is not and i remember like at least know, it got more people talking about but it. that's what i'm saying it at least in, it introduced me to it it introduced like and then you know then now i'm like okay i see that it like got it completely wrong but yeah. it's like how i like found that i was like oh i'm turned on by this and then you go explore it and then you're like oh this is how it's actually supposed to go but cool like thanks for the intro you know so it, that's what i yeah i when i first read 50 shades it was in it was in college and i was with casually seeing this one guy at the time and at one point i was like will you put me over your knee and spank me and he was like what and i was like please <laughs> and he was like okay sure so we Glad tried you found it. people who respond to right a more, i was uh, like excited, but at least, you know? <laughs> I was yeah so, sure i guess fine i wanted you know i really liked him at the time and you know i was 18 but i wanted to try it out and it was yeah it, I, I, that was like good for you for point. asking though i think yeah. a lot of like young people at that age would not even ask well i'd be aware that that's like something they yeah. could yeah. want or ask for i vividly remember because we were at his house upstairs it was like dark outside he had like no lights on except for the tv and you know we were he was on the couch on a chair and there was like pizza boxes everywhere you know just like a typical like dude's dorm room and i'm like sitting next to him and then i and i look at him and i'm like well, please put me over your knee and i just remember he gave me the strangest look and then he was like what yeah sure and i was like <laughs> yes <laughs> and then like i'm over i'm over like this chair like it's it was way too wide but i'm like you know <laughs> sprawled out and he's just like <gasps> and i was disappointing like, like that's it i was like harder A bit harder <laughs> harder it was so bad but i remember it so well like oh man i'm curious what was your introduction to kink Good question. Um, maybe now's a good time to announce that um, we're doing like a part two episode exchange. Oh, oh, yeah. So um, if you want to hear the details on that and more, head over to Double Teamed, oh. uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, and you can listen to the rest of this. Let's do it.